guys, happy Monday. This is Hippie Mama. I hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful weekend, not too stressful, and that you're ready to start this beautiful week off uh, and end it with a great finish as well. Today's Bible lesson is coming from Crew, C-R-U. Uh, I've used this um, company uh, Bible study um, training manuals before in the past to share some of our Bible study lessons. And um, today's topic is walking by faith. It's all about David and it's coming from the book of Samuel. I will list the um, website that you can go to um, and really get a more in-depth look at everything that we talked about today for those of you that may be interested. But let's just get right on into the topic. So 1 Samuel uh, chapter 17 verses 20 through 50. Uh, you can definitely go back and read about it, but here's a short synopsis of what that entails. So the Philistines had gathered for war against the Israelites, and they had one champion that they needed on their side that stood nine feet tall, and that was Goliath. And every 40 days or so, Goliath would call out these people uh, to fight him, and if he won, then they would continue to rule over the Israelites. But if they won, then obviously they would rule over the Philistines or take back what the Philistines had taken from them. Um, so David was a little kid. I mean, I'm not going to say a little kid, like nine years old, but he was probably a teenager. And he had always been a shepherd boy. He had other brothers that were older than him that were definitely more um, capable to go into war. David had never been into war before, but he just realized, he kept hearing about how all of these people were afraid to fight this giant. Um, so David, actually was like, why isn't anybody standing up against him? Like, what is the big deal? Yeah, he might be a, a big man, you know, and look really scary, but David was like, you know, I can do this. I know I can do it. David had so much confidence in himself because he believed in God that he was not afraid to, to challenge this giant. So it says that upon arriving, David hears Goliath's taunts of God in Israel. He is somewhat dumbfounded that no one had the faith or courage to meet the challenge and shut this Philistine up. This gives us a snapshot of David's passion and faith. Nowhere does it say that God told him to go and fight Goliath, but from what David knew of God's character combined with his passion for God, the course of action to David seemed obvious. And no one talks this way about God without having his mouth wiped from his face. It's pretty much how David looked at this situation. So faith and passion bred jealousy. So David's zeal is instantly met with ridicule by his brothers. So they're looking at this little kid, and I've always heard that David was kind of small in stature, so he wasn't a big guy. Um, they are looking at David and thinking, how is it that he's just like a half, a half paint 
right? Pint. How is it that he can go out and not be afraid of this big giant, but we're scared of him and we've been in the battle before, we've been in the war. This dynamic of a walk by faith should not be missed because this is huge. This is when he stepped forward in faith and courage, our actions just naturally point to the lack of faith and courage of others. And it screams sissy pants, right? The reflective response is ridicule in an attempt to douse the bright light of conviction that someone might have. And I'm sure we've all experienced somebody with a lot of confidence, not cockiness, but confidence that they were able to get the job done despite maybe what their training was or their size and stature. They just had the confidence and belief in themselves that they could do it. And really the thing that comes to my mind Uh, and I'm not a sports fanatic, like I don't watch basketball and stuff like that, but I think about years ago, there was a a basketball player, Isaiah Thomas, and he was shorter than most of the guys that played basketball. But Isaiah Thomas had confidence in himself that he could be as equally talented and effective in the game if he was given a chance. And a lot of people initially would make, you know, fun of his size and be like, you know, dude, you're only like, I don't know how tall he was. I'm gonna say five, uh, I'm sure he was taller than five, four, maybe five, eight, somewhere like that. But he was playing with guys that were six feet five, seven, three. I mean, so he was playing with some big people, giants basically, right? But Isaiah had the confidence in himself that he was a great basketball player. And truly he was. He was able to do a lot of stuff. I think that's what I'm talking about, or is it Muxy? Okay, anyway, again, like I said, I don't want <laughs> watch basketball, but that picture came to my mind, so I hope I got the name right um, and height right. So anyway, everybody wants to try to just dim your light. They want to just make you feel like, well, gosh, maybe I'm not good enough or maybe I'm not capable of doing something. And if they can convince you of that, then, well, hey, the battle is already won, right? But not for you, but it's won for the enemy, the one who's trying to show you that you're not as good as you think you are. And it is such ridicule to test, uh, ridicule that test whether we are pleasers of God or of men. And most of us, and I have been guilty of this myself, have been a pleaser of men before I have tried to please God. So how faith grows. God had already prepared David for his fight with Goliath years ago. I mean, before David was even placed in his mother's womb, God knew what David was going to do. But David remembers his previous battles with a lion and a bear each grew his faith and confidence in God. Can you imagine that? Like, if I had to come face to face with either of those animals and I defeated them with my bare hands, I didn't have a gun, I didn't have a bow and arrow, I didn't have a slingshot and a rock, and God gave me the victory uh, as I am protecting the sheep or I am protecting my own self or whomever, but he gave me the capability to bare hand take down both of those huge strong animals a lion and a bear 
I mean, how could your faith not grow? How could your confidence not be over the top or exceeded in God? Because you knew that it was him that gave you the strength to do what you needed to do. So David was prepared. He was prepared. He was prepared to meet the challenge of a nine foot Goliath giant. He was prepared. And the faith that it took to take those steps is the same faith that it takes us to this day to prepare us for whatever it is that we have to come up against. And some things are huge and they are very scary and they are big. But if we keep that same faith that David had, we have the ability to overcome just like he overcame Goliath. So what's the problem with all of this, right? Well, the problem is, is that we live in a fallen world where there, where the exercise and expansion of God's kingdom will always be met with conflict and opposition. Our sinful reactions to such oppositions are to shrink back in unbelief, looking at the struggle, right? We look at the struggle. We don't look at the outcome of how it could be because we're going by sight and not by faith. And cowardness and running from the conflict rather than facing it. And I'm not talking negatively about anyone because I too have been in this situation. And sometimes I still find myself in these situations where I wanna run and retreat because I'm afraid. I lose whatever confidence God gave me when I over when I was able to overcome other battles but then when I'm struggling or I'm back in another situation and I'm like it's as if it all just goes out the window it's like where did it go the same God that took care of the situation two days ago is the same God that's going to take care of the situation two days from now but we forget it and we become cowards in that sense and we lose our faith but that's why i want to talk to you about walking by faith because that's important so long story short is that god wins the battle god always wins the battle okay no matter what you may think he always wins the battle. While God could have provided David with the size, with the size seven armor instead of 15, he did not. He did not want David to forget the most essential truth necessary to winning the battle. That all battles that challenge our faith are essentially spiritual battles, and spiritual battles can only be won by trusting in God's power. That's it. You can't win a spiritual battle with your checkbook. You can't win a spiritual battle with your good looks. You can only win spiritual battles by God's power, trusting in God's power. For David to have shifted his confidence to his armor rather than the Lord would have been a fatal error. Fatal not being a metaphor. In our walk of faith, our greatest strengths can become our greatest liabilities. Think about that for a second. Our greatest strengths can become our greatest liability. 
thinking that we've got it all together by ourselves, that we are able to do it by ourselves, could actually end up becoming a liability for you. And it's because it causes us to shift our focus of our reliance, our confidence and our faith. Later in this story, David takes a census of his army, his military, he's assessing their strength, something forbidden by the Lord because of such a shift in confidence. So when you look to see, how am I going to deal with this situation that I'm facing? Let me see how much money do I have in my bank account because that amount will determine if I'm able to take care of what I gotta take care of. And you know what? Wrong. (laughs) Don't count any physical attributes or things or materials because it is not about what you physically have. Now the world will tell you that it is. The world will tell you, oh yes, it is about how much you have in your bank account and what you can and you can't do. But I'm here to tell you, it is not about that. It is about your confidence and your trust in God and knowing that he will provide every need for you because just like you may have a substantial amount in your savings or in your checking or wherever, It could all be gone within a matter of seconds. The system could wipe every dime that you have in your account out. Every stock, bond, everything could come crashing down around you within seconds. But do you have the faith and confidence that is needed that if that does happen, you are still okay. You can still win the battle. And that, my friend, is what this is about. So the importance of having faith is instrumental in our daily walk with God. Why? Because the life God has designed for us to live cannot be executed apart from his power, his direction, his protection, and his provision. Simple as that. All of these are accessed by faith. Furthermore, God is not glorified in anything not done for him and through him. As we walk by faith, he rightly receives the praise and glory in all things. Scriptures declares that David was a man after God's own heart. That was in Acts 13.22. What do you think that that means when you hear that David was a man after God's own heart. We'll talk about that in just a second, but we are not told all of what was entailed in this title, but his childlike faith in the power of God, and that was true because David just believed, he just knew. And I would love, oh my gosh, I would love to get up every single day and have childlike faith. That type of faith that you just know, no matter what you ask your mom or your dad for, they're gonna get it for you on your birthday, right? So you may have to wait a couple months or days, right? But you just know, because as a child, how many of us that had somewhat of a good life, I'm not gonna say a perfect life, because I don't think any of us have, even the richest of us have not had a perfect life, but how many of us, have that confidence that 
okay, Christmas is coming up or birthdays are coming up. This is what I want. And I know somehow my mom or my dad is going to make a way for me to get that, you know? And so that is having childlike faith. It is having the courage to act on it with an uncommon passion. Like you just know, like you just know that you know, you may not be able to explain how you know, but you know (laughs) that God is going to just take care of the situation. And that is the type of faith that David had. That is the type of faith that we all need to figure out how to have. That's how you not only live, but you, you thrive, you really thrive. So going back to that question about David having a passion or was a man after God's own heart, And it was just to the simple fact that he knew who God was and he wanted to defend defend God's honor. And Goliath was making fun of God and was talking down. And David was like, oh no. Like how many people would stand up for their mamas like that, right? (laughs) Like, what did you say about my mama? (laughs) You know, I mean, so you think about that or somebody that you love to death, you would never, let somebody talk or dismiss somebody that you loved, right? I mean, you get, you, there, there's so much passion and, and, and not, not necessarily aggression, but just that passion about, you will not talk about my mother or my father that way. You know, you love your, your mom or dad, you know, or whomever it is that you love and you would defend their honor no matter what. And that's what David did when Goliath was talking about God because he loved God just that much. So that is my topic for today. And I just want us to, you know, be aware that walking by faith is not always a simple task to do. It can be difficult. It can be challenging because you're faced with a lot of issues, a lot of things that want to make you afraid, a lot of things that want to um, cause you to not have the confidence that you normally would have. But I challenge you today, anyone today, to walk by faith, no matter what your situation may look like, no matter how bleak something may seem, you must learn to walk by faith and trust in the only one who is able to take us from despair into uh, peace that is able to remove the heaviness and enlighten our burdens. He is the only one that can do that. No one else can, no matter how much you love them, no matter how much they love you, no one can give you the peace that God can give. All right, guys, so that's it for today. Take care. Be extremely blessed this week. Smile at everyone, even if they don't smile at you. And even if you have the mask over your face, just smile. You smile with your eyes, too. All right, God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. I will be back tomorrow. And, um, yeah, I'll just save that information for tomorrow since we're getting so close to the 20-minute mark. All right, guys, take care. Be blessed. Have a wonderful night. Bye.